0: Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. My mother will not sew for me anymore, and that makes me sad. But she turned 80... In April, we had a nice celebration for her. She's happy and healthy, but she just decided that she's too old to sew and she doesn't want to do it anymore, which is too bad, and I miss it. But it wasn't always the case that she wouldn't sew. In fact, my mom was a phenomenal seamstress, and in addition to making clothing for herself, She made clothing for my sister and I that we loved. It was nice clothing to wear. She made costumes for her and my dad for when they'd go to Halloween parties and different theme parties. Um, She made clothes for my Barbie doll, my Skipper doll, and my Ken doll. And she accessorized them. Like She made little fur hats and muffs The only clothing I ever had to buy for my Barbie dolls was the colorful little plastic shoes, and I loved that. When I became an adult and had my own children, she made their Halloween costumes, and that was kind of my hallmark of the perfect mother. I I can't sew anything. So one tradition we had around her sewing was that she would make an outfit for my sister and I as a Christmas gift most years, and this kind of became more of a tradition as we were older, and so she would have to do fittings when, without us seeing it. So here's how that worked. Um, we would have to be blindfolded and go into her bedroom. Of course, you take your clothes off, you're standing in your underwear with a blindfold, and you have to keep your arms out so that she could, like, piece things and make sure it was right. And you, So the rules were you had to stand still and be quiet. You could not touch the fabric. You couldn't ask questions. And if you moved around, you might get poked by a straight pin. So we bought into it we followed the rules because it was exciting and we had this anticipation of the outfit that was going to come and also because it was one-on-one time with my mom there were five kids in my family and you didn't get much individual attention and so i liked the fitting and just standing there and kind of thinking about maybe what it was going to be so one year at Christmas time, and this was when I was in the seventh grade, hot pants were really in style. And I loved them. And you guys are maybe too young to know what hot pants are, <laughs> girls, but they were very short shorts. Although, as I think about it, probably not as short as this, the shorts the girls wear now. But at that time, it was a big deal. They were kind of racy. They were sexy. But I was in seventh grade, and I thought they were so cool. And I wore a blue and gray plaid skirt with a white blouse every day of my life from, for school, from second grade through eighth grade. And so things like hot pants were really groovy. I wanted a pair. So I mentioned to my mom that I would really like to have a pair of hot pants for Christmas that year. And she sort of wondered aloud, why do you want hot pants? Where are you gonna wear a pair of hot pants? And really, she had a point between going to Catholic school during the week, I wasn't gonna wear hot pants. Uh, My parents were pretty strict, I was probably not gonna be going anywhere where I'd need a pair of hot pants. And I lived in the Midwest, so it was cold from mid-October till mid-April but I just was jonesing for them and I told her repeatedly so you can imagine my delight when under the Christmas tree that year I opened the box and I got the most stunning pair of maroon crushed velvet hot pants (laughs) and I thought they were just the neatest things I'd ever seen And not only that, but I got um, fishnet stockings to go with them, and this little uh, turtleneck that, I, I remember it had some kind of a, like a choke collar with a little button in an open area. And it just, the whole ensemble was the greatest outfit. So, of course, I couldn't wait to wear it. I needed a place to wear my hot pants. And fortunately, an opportunity came along pretty quickly over that Christmas holiday, when the neighbors who often asked me to babysit, asked me to babysit, I was like, yes, I can wear the hot pants. (laughs) (laughs) And and by the way, I was a very sought after babysitter. I was the second best babysitter in our whole neighborhood, topped only by my sister, because she was two years older and had a lot more experience than I did. But that Saturday night, I was really looking forward to going to babysit because I knew I was going to wear the hot pants. So a little bit before I had to go babysit, I put the whole outfit on, the stockings, turtleneck, maroon crushed velvet hot pants, and I felt really good. <laughs> and I said goodbye to my family, and I think they just said, see you later. Outfit looks cute. <laughs> and I sashayed up the street and around the corner to the neighbors to babysit. I have no idea what Mr. Nisley thought when he opened the door and they did not let on that they thought I looked silly or whatever. They were as nice to me as they always were. Gave me the same instructions that they always gave me for caring for their two little boys and then they went on their date and I did what I always did babysitting Chased those little elementary school boys around the house, played games with them, read them stories till they had to go to bed. And then when the couple came home, it was dark and late, and Mr. Nisley walked me home. And for some reason, in my early adult years, I thought about myself like going out to babysit in hot pants. And so I had to have a discussion with my mother about this because how could she let me do that? And I said, Mom, you remember when you made me the maroon crushed velvet hot pants and I went to babysit in them? She was like, yeah. And I said, why did you let me go out the door like that? She said, let you? She was truly surprised. Like, there, there was no letting. You chose to do that and it was what you wanted to wear and you liked them and that really gave me pause because I always thought of my parents as pretty strict and kind of stodgy but it made me realize that they were tolerant and supportive and recognized things that were important to me and mustn't have made me feel embarrassed about something like that, because I really didn't. Like, I still remember that as feeling pretty good about walking up the street in that outfit. And so that was, that was interesting for me. And so while my mom won't sew anymore, I think she also has really fond memories of doing that. And when we talk about something that we liked that she made for us. She looks really happy about that. And she um, has said to me very fondly, I really liked making things for you girls. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.